Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I am your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master Swordcaster, Dragon Rider, and of course we have Smarms. How are we all doing this week? Very good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, had some surprising yeah. good stuff with Hearthstone going on, you know, so... Got some stuff to get into. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think I'm I'm doing I'm doing better this week. I'm good. I'm I'm hopeful for some stuff. A little sad with some other stuff. Like not mm-hmm. surprised. Well, well yeah. again, like like Smart just said, like we'll talk about it. But um, yeah, yeah, it's fun stuff. Fun stuff going on. <laughs> I, I- I'm worried about how like uh, nervous you sounded about like sounding hopeful. Like that's like a spooky <laughs> thing. Oh, it no. is. Yeah. Not the hope monster. <laughs> it's coming to get us. All right. I know. Okay. You know. You know what it really is. Is that I have so many ideas for things that I want to do and like videos that I want to do and content I want to do and all this and I'm like. Can we just like slow down for a second? Cause I, I gotta get some of these other things done. And like, there's, there's too many happenings. Like, there's too many announcements. Like, hold, like, can we just hold some of that off for a while so I can like get my other things done? And like, then we can restart and like get back on, on the train of doing that. Like, <laughs> that's what that's I know. Right I feel like we all need that pause button from that weird, terrible movie from the mid 2000s. I think it was like with Adam Sandler. Click. Click. Does anybody yes. remember this yes. atrocious, uh, oh atrocious, God. terrible movie with like the like Bed Bath and Beyond as like heaven or whatever? I'm I, so glad that we get to talk about this thing. So <laughs> yep. I never saw it, but I do remember seeing trailers for it. It was bad. I, mean, I know I saw it, and I clearly the, don't remember anything about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond was, like, Mecca, and um, you had, like, a remote. For, it was, you literally, you got the entire concept in the trailer. It literally should have just been, like, a short art film, mm-hmm. you know, but they decided they were going to try to make it into one of those, like, 2000s appeal uh, to the masses comedies, and it. Well, work great. I mean, I it has Adam Sandler in it, so <laughs> they weren't trying that yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fair. I think was it. I I think the theme, or like not the theme, like the the idea of it was supposed to be like, you know, learning to kind of like live in the moment and like appreciate because you don't have like a fast forward or rewind button and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I think that was like the messaging of the movie, but yeah. That, but I do need that right now. I'm like, can we just hold like hold on on the me set? Hold on on this other stuff. Like hold hold on hold on. I got like maybe, I got ideas. I got things I want to do. So, like, give me a sec. I was gonna say like maybe I misunderstand how most people would use it. I can't imagine using any something like that for anything other than pause and just like giving myself time to like work on more stuff. But maybe I'm kind of insane, which is totally acceptable option too. <laughs> I'm. I might use the fast forward button in certain aspects of my life, but you know. So that's totally fair. Ah, but okay. So enough movie talk aside. Ah, <laughs> uh, let us move on to this week or last week's poll question. So, what did we have last week, Dragon Rider? 
Yes, yes. So last week, uh, we had a poll question where we asked if you are planning on trying the heroic brawl. We had 40 votes, so thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who voted there. Uh, we had 22.5% say yes. Also, 22.5% say no, not interested. So even split there. More people, though, say, oh, and actually 225 for no, because they were saving gold for the mini set. Uh, so completely split between those three answers. And then a higher percentage here at 32.5% that said yes, but only for that portrait. So... I mean, honestly, if if our little poll, and I feel like I saw this reflected in just people talking about it and social media and stuff, I, I feel like more people played the Brawliseum than would have in the past because of that portrait and having the to get three wins mm-hmm. to get a, uh, the portrait there. So I do feel like that incentivized people to play. I did see there was some people who were not really thrilled uh, yeah. that they were incentivized <laughs> to play for a portrait, but they wanted the portrait. Uh, so then they felt like they had to dish out that gold to to do that when it's not something they would have normally done. So um, kind of interesting there. I I would be really curious to see like if they do another portrait again in the future or if they do something like the next time there's a brawliseum you know do they do a portrait but then they give everybody like their first run for free or something you know i don't know i'm curious does seem kind of expensive for what it was like i uh played for the first time uh you know but i only started my run today so like let's let's be real i'm not i'm not playing this like most of the people who like were interested in playing it um (laughs) Very much trying to scoot in at the last minute when all the uh, all the other procrastinators are playing. Um, and so, like, I was excited. The portrait did seem attainable, which is one of the reasons that I did end up playing. Like, And that way I had a goal that was very much within my realm of possibilities. Because, like, I'm not a good enough player to where I'm going to, like, win back the amount that, like, I put in for this. So, like, for me, having that, like, lower threshold of, like, something to do. But also $10 for one run is just kind of bonkers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I was like, yes, that's a portrait I'm not getting. <laughs> yep. I'm fine with that. I was like, I'm I'm cool with this. So, I but, didn't play well, it. I guess. Okay, I was going to say, we, we should maybe talk about this for a minute, because we, we talked about it last week, but it was before it started. So, uh, okay, so Smarms, you did your first run starting today, and yes. you're you're just planning to get the portrait? Yes. Is that like and your whole so matter of fact, okay. I think I'm three and two right now. I haven't lost my third game yet, but it is very close. But you got the portrait. So, I did. Okay, good, good. And then Kat, you you didn't even you're like I don't no. even care. No, I don't care. <laughs> like I'll I'll keep my thousand gold. It's not it's not worth it for Fair. me because I have the entire set anyways. So like dust, I've got like forty forty one thousand dust. So yeah. literally, the rewards are not worth the. I'm just gonna save that money for the uh, the next expansion and buy a bunch of packs. That's ten more packs I get to open. So. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm the only uh the only Brawliseum <laughs> doer in this Hardcore. podcast, I guess. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're also streaming too, and that definitely oh, yeah. def- definitely brings um 
an audience to the stream. Like, I know stream audiences yeah. are generally excited to see the Brawliseum because some people might not want to spend the thousand gold, and this kind of gives them, like, the living vicariously through you and watching the brawl and seeing something exciting happen. So, like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense that you would be doing it as, as a streamer, so... Yeah, and how many times did you did you only do it once or did you do it once? oh no? I was gonna say I'm pretty sure oh, I no. saw something where you did it a lot. So yes, uh, how do you so feel I, about like you're okay? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. I was gonna say like you know with how many times you entered because you mm-hmm. are a phenomenal player. Like, how do you feel about your return as being a really great player? So those of us who are, you know, yeah. Not as great. <laughs> so, okay. I, I will preface this by saying, I think even average to pretty good scores and results in the Brawliseum, depending on kind of like Kat mentioned, like your collection and that kind of stuff, you're not really getting anything or you're still losing out. <laughs> um, like the big thing, honestly, that that a lot of players who really kind of dive into that hardcore, like they don't really probably need the packs. They don't really care about the dust. And you could argue they probably don't even need or give a crap about the golden legendaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of players that play it over and over and like post it on, uh, you know, yeah, for content, stream it, post videos on, you know, on YouTube or whatever. It's it's for the clout basically right like you just want to get that 12 win screenshot so you can post it like you know or even 10 win and be like oh i got the 10 win and i got a golden legendary like it's it's just for kind of like bragging rights in a way um so for me it's just like i like doing that because i and i mentioned this this uh last week i feel like that is the closest that we have in game to any sort of like competitive like format that I is more yeah you mentioned it right? like you saw it as like tournament mode yeah yeah to me it's kind of like a tournament mode like if you were to go for another card game magic or any of those other you know pokemon digimon like any physical card game mm-hmm. generally the way that those tournaments work is like you take your one deck and some of those games have like a sideboard and all that we, we don't need to get into that but right you take like your one deck and you go and you register that one deck and that's the deck you play in the tournament and then they have different formats. Maybe some of them are single elimination, but a lot of them are like Swiss, you know, so you'll see people who will post, oh, I went X3. So whatever their score was, and then they got their three losses. Like to me, like that is the format of what like physical card games, when you go and play in a physical card game tournament, that is very much the format that they would use. Yeah. Uh, so to me, it's like that appeals to me because I'm like, I want to do the competitive stuff. So at those, you usually do have to pay some sort of entry fee to play in those tournaments. So for me, I'm like, okay, the thousand gold entry fee, sure. We get in there and I'm playing against other players who typically want to be a little bit more serious, who want to, you know, test their limits with the deck, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I get very excited about that because, yeah, I don't need the packs. I don't need the <laughs> the cards or mm-hmm. the, the dust. And ultimately, in terms of like gold, like I'm definitely losing out on gold, but also, I'm, I'm not going in with the intent of getting anything for the rewards. Um, it's just to, like, usually I just want to test myself and see how well I can do in it. Um, so I did, I will say, I only did 
uh, runs on the first day. Um, then after that, I wanted to get back to playing uh, standard because I'm trying to get that 20,000 wins. Uh-huh. Uh, so the first day, so I, I did play a ton. Um, I did my first run, I think was like Evolve Shaman. I kind of alternated. I played some Evolve Shaman and then some of the runs were Curse and Block. Okay. Um, so I went like eight, eight wins and then I went three wins and then eight wins and then six wins then two, then eight. I think it was something like that. So I did like five or six runs that first day and I got three, yeah, three, eight wins. And that was my highest that I got. So I missed out on the, on the 10 for like a golden legendary, but I still felt pretty good about that. Um, especially with the shaman, which I think felt like a huge like high roll deck. I was like, all right, are we going to high roll this game? Let's go. Are we going to find Null and uh, Muckpool? <laughs> Let's find out. It really um, makes a difference with that deck, finding those early, and then it's like, yeah. auto win. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. yep. I just had a fun, like a lot of fun trying it out. Um, so that's that's kind of my perspective on it. Like, I don't I don't go into it trying to get the, the rewards, really, um, for me. So Okay. Um, but. yeah, I don't know. Like I just, obviously I, I decided to like sign up for it and then decided, you know, with 16 hours left, I finally have to fully commit, <laughs> actually do this. I have been playing Evolve Shaman. Um, one game I played poorly. One game I did not get any of those like core pieces for, yep. um, the Evolve Shaman until like turn six or seven and it's like at that point no amount of good playing is gonna overcome that (laughs) and even then it's like i will say the one thing that i really did have been enjoying about it is like um people really committing to trying to make their deck work in any way possible and so i know this is a bit silly but like i don't tend to concede in games just because like sometimes games that i think i'm going to lose i end up like pulling a win out and I like playing against people who are also playing like that just because it's like, well, maybe something will happen and you get some wacky stuff. And I think that's kind of hilarious. That That is true. <laughs> and it good or bad, but I, I have noticed that. I think in tournaments, until you get like, I don't know, sometimes in those qualifiers before you have people who just rage concede and then they just like unfriend you and leave and you're like what we're not even done with our set uh, okay all right <laughs> but outside of that like yeah I, I feel like that's like you said it's, it's kind of that aspect of you know people are trying to get that additional win or whatever so they don't want to you know they don't yeah. want to concede and give it up if there's, there, there's you know, an investment chance. yeah everyone has that same level yeah. of like investment in in it so it's like it's it's the most like for realsies you can get in the game, like because like there's actually something on the line with every game. Like it could be someone's twelve game, you know, you know their winning streak. You know, it could be their twelfth win, or it could be this is the last one they need to be before they're knocked out. You like this is the most serious because essentially money is on the table here for this. So like. So that's when you're going to see people play the most seriously and like play to every out they can. Yeah. So. 
Well, yeah. But uh, again, thank you to everybody who voted in this week's poll question. And as always, we will have another poll question at the end of tonight's episode. All right. Uh, I feel like, Don, you should uh, you should talk about the news here. Uh, okay. Do we do we want the the good news or the bad news first? Like what? <laughs> Look to the bad news out of the yeah, way. Let's the, bad get the bad news. news. Okay. Oh, so sad. All right. So, yeah, here we go. I mean, I don't think it's all that uh, surprising. I don't think it's unexpected for most people uh, at this point. But there was a blog post that was put out uh, today as we're as we're recording this. It was posted today, uh, basically talking about the next and essentially last update for mercenaries. Uh, so that blog post uh, talks about the last couple of heroes that they're putting in, which should put the total number of mercs to 120, uh, which I think is just, that's like nutty. There's <laughs> so many. Um, and talking about their new, uh, what they're calling mythic boss, like end game content, uh, which sounds like it's going to be kind of like boss runs. Uh, you'll just fight bosses like a boss will unlock every day over the week. And then after, you know, each week, a new like boss, you know, mythic boss uh, will open up and you can you can play that. You can fight through those. Uh, it sounds like it's not really going to be quite the same as like the little map that you usually work through for a normal bounty. But uh, it sounds pretty interesting. Um, but at the end of that blog post, they did state that they will no longer be putting out regular content for mercenaries, that they will then be focusing on making, they just said making Hearthstone and Battlegrounds, which Hearthstone kind of like, quote unquote, Hearthstone, right? Basically just encompasses like, the other modes <laughs> that aren't battlegrounds or it's like the constructed modes. Um, so wild standard, probably classic. Um, so they stated that really they're going to be focusing on those and making those modes the best that they can be. Uh, and they won't be doing any regular content for mercenaries going forward after this next one. Uh, they did state it'll be like, you know, bug fixes or something. They'll, they'll address those, but essentially nothing new. Um, which, you know, it is a bummer. It is sad. Uh, again, I don't think anybody could really say like, oh, this is such a surprise. Like, not, you know, at this point, not really. Um, I, I had such high hopes and was so excited for the mode, like when it was first announced and kind of first came out. Um, but ultimately, I think it just, the way that they approached a lot of it just did not really line up with what players really wanted and what, you know, kept players coming back. So... Well, they from, did oh. do a lot of changes over yeah. the year and a half or almost year and a half that it was out. For me, like I really did enjoy the different elements of it. I did feel like, you know, at that point I was pretty into Hearthstone, pretty used to having like synergized decks. And so it took so much longer to get a synergized team in Mercenaries, I feel like. And it was just like, also, if I didn't remember to every 24 hours, go put some guy in the little training grounds, then 
And like, I was good about that for like a little while, but you'd have to be good at it for so long and then remember to go play it. And it's just like that never just really hit its stride for me, which is kind of because like I did enjoy elements of it, but just wasn't as intriguing as the other stuff. Yeah, and I think on the other side of that, because I, I do feel like a lot of casual players had very similar things, right? Or or if you were a more casual player or didn't play as often, it also felt really easy to get behind with like leveling your mercs, right? Getting all the, yeah. the coins and all that stuff and eventually renown. Um, but on the other side, the people who like poured tons of money into it and time into it and just like pretty much had all of the mercs maxed out and then every time new mercs came out they like you know really really quickly were able to grind and, and get those maxed out then there was nothing you know for for those players either so it was like it it really felt like it kind of missed on on a lot of that unfortunately and i do think that it had such potential like there was like you said some really great aspects to it um i personally was really excited for like the whole little like campfire and little village area, you know, and you upgrade the different buildings. I was like, this is kind of cool. so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then on the other side, some people were like, this is just confusing. There's too much going on. The, the UI is just like, there's a lot of things, you know, like I just, I don't want to have to click three different buildings to do different, you know, upgrades or different things. Like I just want to go in, like click the thing, do all my stuff and go. So, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, and I think it was a, a really cool idea. It was exciting that they tried something new. Um, I'm, I'm bummed that it just didn't, you know, didn't really quite hit the same. Um, but, you know, hopefully they uh, they really took a lot from that, and, you know, maybe we'll see it kind of brought back a bit more in the future, or we'll see another mode that they kind of learned a lot from this one. Uh, as so what's going to fill that slot then in the like know. the home page? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't imagine they'll take it out of the uh, the home page. I think they'll probably leave it as is. But like, I don't know. I I played the bare minimum. I literally never. I never PvP'd in mercenaries. It was just I saw what the it was monetary for me. It was like, I was like, how much money would I have to spend to get a team to a level like that would be competitive? And it wasn't worth it for me. I was like, no, I'm good. I'll just stick to regular Hearthstone. Thank you. Yeah. And well, like, yeah. It does almost seem that like what's gone better when they add stuff to Hearthstone. And once again, this is very much, I am way new to the game overall i understand that but like i know battlegrounds wasn't an og feature and i now think that there's maybe more battlegrounds players than there are like standard players and so like the simplifying it but the thing that i love about battlegrounds is you don't have to be good or have a deep collection in order to do well at that game um you know like obviously you'll get more hero options but you can kind of just like learn and it doesn't have the extreme effort required with it. But I don't know. So maybe like, and that was almost the opposite of mercenaries. Mercenaries had a lot of different options and a lot of ability <laughs> yeah. to do stuff, but it took so much more effort. And I was going to say it. I was going to oh. say, uh, what, what I was going to say is that um, 
the thing about you have to, the thing you have to keep in mind about mercenaries was it was a already or excuse me, not mercenary but battlegrounds it was already a proven concept that they adapted to Hearthstone. So, okay. like, um, the auto battler, like, TFT and like auto, yeah, and auto chess were, like, really, really, really big when Battlegrounds came out. So, like, it was, it felt like a really easy fit to jam in a feature like Battlegrounds. So, like, and I think that lends to the popularity. It was already a very popular format, like, that a lot of people were very much into, so. Okay. Yeah. And I think they did, in a way, like like you said, they adapted Battlegrounds. I think they also hit a niche, not necessarily even a niche, but they hit an audience for that, and they made it more accessible for... I think like the average player to play that auto battler style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Cause like I ha have you, so you play a ton of battleground smarms. Have you watched, like even watched or, or tried TFT? No. Or anything else? Okay. So no. <laughs> one I thing for me, thing where it's like, I, I silo my game. So if I like play one style of one thing, that's the only version of that that I will ever <laughs> yeah. play. Uh, which isn't like great for getting to like know how games like function, but it is what I tend to do. And at least it's better. Like I'm getting better on not just one device, one game, because that's also what I used to do very seriously. And it's like, yeah, I only play Hearthstone on my laptop. I don't play literally any other games on my laptop. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's okay too. Um, now, you know, and I've heard some things like, oh, once you, like, learn, you know, it's easier. But I feel like you could say that with a lot of things, right? Like, yeah, once you once you've learned something. Like, yeah, you exactly. It. But, like, you know, for me, things like TFT and some of those other things, I mean, you have, like, the, you know, obviously the different little, like, heroes and the different comps, very similar like you do in Hearthstone Battlegrounds. But then you also have, like, items, and you got other stuff, and I'm like, and then people are like, oh, well, that item is only good for this thing, and you can only use that item for, like, this one here, and I'm just like, what? And then you have, like, a whole economy thing, like, in Battlegrounds, your, your gold, like, resets every turn, you know, you get kind of that additional gold, like you do the mana system for the constructed, but in other games, it's like your gold... You even have, like, interest. So, like, the more you hold on to your gold and not spend it, like, the more it compiles and then you get, like, big swing turns. But then there's, like, a whole strategy of, like, don't spend any gold for, like, the certain these certain turns. And then, you know, go crazy with your gold and all this. And it's like, I don't, that's too much for me. I don't know. <laughs> that seems uh, so complicated. And at least, like, in Battlegrounds yeah. when stuff like that happens, it's based on your hero. And so it's right. not always like a constant mechanic, but you also very explicitly know what you're dealing with then there. Yeah. So, you know, it's, and there's a lot of people who like both, uh, you know, a lot of crossover, of course, but I think at least from my perspective, like one thing that I think they did really well with the battlegrounds that I think they really struggled to translate over for, with like the mercenaries is that kind of making it kind of easier to get into that, type of play that like kind of genre if 
four players, right? It's like, it's a lot easier if people look at TFT or something else than they look at Hearthstone Battlegrounds. They're like, oh, cool. I just pick a hero and go. Like, it's, I don't have to worry about all that other stuff. I also but feel mercenaries is like the opposite. I also feel with, um, like, Battlegrounds, Battlegrounds is also functions very on very similar grounds that, um, Hearthstone, the, the game you already know how to yeah. play, that you're already here to play. Yeah that how that functions you're like okay well i can understand this because i've played hearthstone so like it, it already this already makes sense so you like have your group yeah. of warrior you know or like your little minion guys and mm -hmm. exactly now now there's new minions and like the tribes and things and you know there's a lot more to think about and how how things work but the basics of the game still function the same and um the keywords were the same and you know everything so like it kind of lined up as okay this is pretty straightforward right yeah so yeah and the thing with like it being like a auto battler like you you didn't have to make the choices i felt like one of the things with mercenaries was like okay do I want it going before or after this character? So, like, therefore, do I want the stronger thing? And it's, like, that's, you know, something you have to deal with, like, a little bit in Standard, but, like, not nearly as much as, like, the level that you had to try to figure out in Mercenaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's for sure. It, yeah. I, I agree. I think it really kind of, it felt like the Mercenaries jumped right into the very, very strategic, which I think probably only appealed to a smaller audience like from that aspect you know instead of just like if they had an option i don't i don't know if this would be a thing but like for me especially if you're in the pve just to you know have the option to just like auto choose like uh you know and just pick my ability for each of these for me and just go like yeah you know just like literally auto it um i think that that now, of course, they don't want to encourage botting and people like doing that kind of stuff. But if you were able to just do that and make it simple on yourself for like PVE, which was how you had to do it to even like at least especially in the beginning to grind to make your cards better. Like the comparison initially that a lot of people made was that would be like you have to open a pack with. Uh, I don't know, let's say uh, the null. We were just talking about null and muck pool, right? That would be like saying, I have to open a pack and get muck pools, and then I have to play with muck pools in a, like, to be able to upgrade it to make it do what I want to do with the card. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, why? Why? That's a lot. Uh, so, it, like, from that aspect, too, it kind of like what Kat was saying, but it, that was the opposite of what people were used to with Hearthstone, right? Like... Well they're used to just open the pack, you get the card, and you play it, and it functions the same for everybody. Once you have the card, that's how it works. And I don't know if this was necessarily the case, but it felt like certainly in the beginning of Mercenaries that your rewards for winning stuff could be anything and weren't related to the cards that you were playing. And so it's like, if I do have to level these up, you know, clearly I'm going to put effort into the cards that I like why am I just getting random rewards? Like, I'd way rather get ones related to what I'm actually trying to accomplish here. Yeah, it was definitely a, I don't know, some of the, some of the decisions were, 
rather confusing and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I I feel I find myself saying that about a lot of the decisions that were made around mercenaries. I uh, I don't know. Yeah. I I think for me it's like they tried something really different. Mhm. But I think it was a lot of those choices were too different. And and a big problem was like it just did not appeal to the same players. Like would it be more successful if they had launched a mercenaries type thing as its own standalone game that wasn't connected to Hearthstone and, and tried to use that, you know, mechanic? Maybe it would have been more successful that way. I don't know. Maybe they could have made different decisions for sure. I think the monetary thing, especially in the beginning, was a huge hindrance for a lot of people. And pretty much from that point, people just took that stance. Nope. Don't like the monetary thing. Not even doing it. Which, yeah. to be fair, yeah. is... This is not the only case of that. They've done mm-hmm. that with a lot of games. Uh, even Marvel Snap at the beginning, I remember like that was a big thing with Snap too, right? <laughs> like when it was still in beta before it mm-hmm. was open to everybody, there was a huge thing with that. And a lot of people st- stepped away. A lot of, uh, you know, streamers and like influencers were like, yeah, we don't agree with this. We don't like this. And they stopped even playing it during the like beta phase. So. I mean, a that's what that's what that, happened but... with me with Marvel Snap. I have not gone back yeah. to Marvel Snap because of that that monetization thing. And I was like, all right, well, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to be like, I know they fixed it, but that kind of killed it for me. Where it's just like, you, you're, you, it felt like such a um bad move and i don't know where it came from and like who let it through but it just felt so out of touch that like it was egregious it was egregious like i think we're all here like understanding that like you know these games have to get support somehow like we're not questioning that part it's Mm -hmm. me trying to milk all your players for all their worth is like, mm, that doesn't feel great. Like, yeah, I want to like support, like definitely think the engineer should get paid. Well, definitely think all that. But like when we start, when it starts becoming very evident that it's like, this was a finance guy's decision. Who's never played a game in his entire life. And it's like, I don't like that. I don't, I don't want to vibe with that. When it goes from when it goes from like monetization to basic Skinner box, it's when that's when I have my problem with it. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like you lost me. Like that's what happened with mercenaries. I was like, no, this is the monetization's too much here. I'm not interested in the mode. I'm glad that other people's got some enjoyment out of it. Like more yeah. power to you. Like I don't have any problems. It's just it's like when I see something like that, I'm like. I choose not to to engage. So, yeah, yeah. And I think you know. Like I I mentioned this for the uh, the mode we were just talking about, right? That mm-hmm. Brawlseum. For me, I kind of do like, and I've I've kind of evolved into this type of player. But now for me, I'm like I do kind of like playing for that prestige kind of thing. There's like a leaderboard that you know actually is a leaderboard that's not just filled with bots because that was a thing too for a while, right? Um, like. You know, I want to be able to say like, hey, I'm really good at this or like, look at the the things I've been able to do. And I just for me, like I never even really got into like the solo adventures and that kind of stuff. Were they fun? 
sure they're cool but for me yeah. i'm like that's not the that's not what i want to do every time i'm in the hearthstone client mm -hmm. so you know for me it was like that was kind of a fun thing to do but it eventually kind of just was like yeah that's not what i want to do <laughs> anymore um so you know but i think uh what else kind of also tells you that I enjoy being a prestigious type player? Uh, I think I talked about it last week. I am still working on towards that uh, 20,000 wins. And yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, and not only am I working towards that, but I did put out a, a tweet with like a graphic. I will be doing some various giveaways throughout uh, my like, climb to that 20k wins uh so you know at various points it'll kind of alternate um i'm going to be offering some coachings throughout um which also people in in my stream chat were asking I'm like if people want to do this like if you want to get coaching that's like in-game coaching cool that's fine if you want to get coaching on like content related stuff you just want to spend an hour like asking me you know questions about like podcasting or like doing videos you know uh, audio settings like i will help you out as much as i can with any of that uh if you want to ask me questions about casting if you want to like do an hour of coaching that's like casting related cool like let's do it um and then of course i'll be giving away at some points like some you know in-game goodies i'll be doing like some standard bundles some stuff like that uh mini sets and then hopefully if I can try to hit that 20,000 around expansion time, I will either do a mega bundle or if it's like, you know, <laughs> if I don't hit it till way later or something, it's like, you know, middle of that, I will just do like the dollar equivalent. So if it's like $80 for a mega bundle, I will just give the winner of that giveaway like 80 bucks. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's what we're doing. So hopefully y'all come hang out and uh, check out the Twitch stream while I go on that adventure. Yeah, that sounds so much fun. And honestly, like, really impressive that you're that close to those wins. So. Oh, it really it is. still feels very far away, I will say. <laughs> it still feels so far. I am just under, pro I will probably have already passed this now by the time people are hearing it, but I'm almost at 17,500. So I still have, you know, 2,500 wins to go. Uh, so it's, it's still going to be a while, but we'll we'll get there. Heck yeah 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 you'll get there <laughs> uh so um all right well that's kind of our news and i know we went on kind of a long uh discussion about mercenaries and other things that was a lot of fun but uh well since we didn't get any news about the mini set in this latest article and we didn't really want to go deep diving into a, a specific deck right now um, because it feels very volatile. <laughs> There's a hypothetical, like hypothetically, the mini set could be out by the time we record next. Is it going to be? Probably not, but hypothetically it could be. Or we could have a pretty big idea of, you know, of what's coming. So we didn't want to be like... Oh, let's talk about X deck that is immediately going to change by next Thursday. So, 
Yeah. How'd you like our two days of uh, advice for that deck? Exactly. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about what we've been playing so far this month. So I think we should start with Smarms and see what Smarms has been up to. I was going to say, since I'm like the least close to being really good. um, So I've still been playing Evolve Shaman. There are some like changes not that many changes, surprisingly enough, but Evolve Shaman is still really working for me. I um, I kind of was taking like a little bit, not focusing as much on standard, um, you know, like the battleground stuff came out and I was doing a lot of that. So, but with this Evolve Shaman, I was able to get through bronze, silver, and half of gold just like incredibly quickly with the Evolve Shaman, which is, you know, like, I know for you guys, consistent legend guys, like, the climbs through those ranks, Mm -hmm. sometimes those will take you a while. Like, sometimes that's kind of an irritating piece of trying to, like, get up there. So for to have um, that amount of consistency to where it was just, like, a quick, you know, pretty much just play a few games and then I'm done with those levels was kind of great. Um, I still do love the chaos of Evolve Shaman. Um, there are some pieces, like, particularly because that is also the deck that I'm, uh, playing in the Brawlysium. Like, I wish there was more to unevolve your, uh, opponent's stuff, but I guess it's rude enough with having, um, Primordial Wave that mm-hmm. unevolves it once. But, um, it's going pretty well, and... You know, it gives me a lot of what I want out of a deck, which is the chaos, but still chaos that works well. Um, so <laughs> good, that's kind of... <laughs> the good results chaos. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I want. I've I've definitely I've definitely played some games against that deck where I'm winning, 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 and then they drop you know, tiny toys into convincing disguise and somehow I've lost. Like That's one of my favorite combos. So I've got to say, yeah. that is what won me. Uh, one of my, like, heroic, bra- uh, the brawl, whatever. Th- Why am I? I'm having such problems saying brawlesy, whatever. Brawlesium. Brawlesium. I was just calling it the heroic brawl for yes. most of the week. Okay. So you could just say good. that too. <laughs> Yeah, that that good, good brawl thing um, is the exact combo that you're talking about. The tiny toys into um, your uh, um, infused Mm -hmm. uh, evolving spell. and Convincing disguise. It's beautiful. It's stunning. Particularly if you have more than one convincing disguise, it is obscene at that point. Oh my (laughs) Gross. It was, it was literally, I had a game that was like, okay, literally nothing was going to stop me. And then, and then it was going into turn nine and he evolved into Taint Heart Tormentor. And I was like, oh, that sucks. That's the one that your opponent's spells cost two more. Oh my gosh. Yeah, with you particularly, I like I know we're gonna get into this yeah. doing mage stuff. That must have been 
Oh, I was enraging. It was literally, I was literally controlling the board. I was winning. I was like, I was like, okay, I just have to flip this. Uh, I just have to clear his board and then I'll be fine. And then that happened. I was like, literally the yeah, only good. thing. Yeah, literally the only thing. And I was just dead on board because he had also rolled into a death wing with his uh, Noel. Well, and if you don't have any... Um coins with the spells costing two more your spells being so expensive all right and this also like you two talking about this justifies my opinion of i tend not to concede games unless it's like a for sure 100 mm-hmm. percent. like i don't i don't concede them based on well it's probably not going my way because the amount of chaos decks that i play so it's like well it honestly could you know rabbit out of the hat in here any second so it's like giving me really bad habits, I guess, about trying to get through games quickly. I mean, I think that's great, though. You should not be conceding until you're like 100% dead, because there's always a chance that like your opponent could miss something. I've literally had games where opponents have missed lethal and I've been able to win when they've had lethal on board and they did not. They weren't paying attention, and bam, all of a sudden, it's my game. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I know we're also- not doing like a mindset dive. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, like, that's a whole skill on its own. Like, first of all, like, you know, counting for lethal and like actually making sure you're counting for lethal and not like getting distracted with other stuff. That's a skill. But what you're talking about, like, even games where you feel like you're behind. If you can, like, keep playing, figure out ways to kind of get back in the game, stabilize, that is such a huge skill. And, like, the more I started doing that when I was learning to and trying to get better, the more, not necessarily that I won, but the more I improved, like, just overall, like, on my climbs, because then if a game starts out bad, you know, you do your mulligan and then you draw like a bad hand at the beginning. I've seen people who do that. And then after like turn one or two, they're like, well, this game's over. And then they just concede. And it's like, well, okay. But you're also not giving yourself that skill set of learning how to potentially like get out of those bad situations. And that can help you learn your deck so much more. Exactly. Like, in depth yeah. As well. So it's it'll like, help. It'll help you with your mulligan because you know what yeah. you're looking for. You know, what's going to be effective. You know how to stay in the matchup against certain decks and like certain bad matchups. And you know where you have to go and what routes you have to take to, to have a chance in a bad matchup. So, yeah. Well, then- I'm going to feel less bad because like a lot of people are like, why haven't you conceded yet? And it's like, because once upon a time, three months ago, we were, I was in a similar situation and stuff just worked out. So yeah, it's literally the only time I concede is when there's lethal on board or it's like, okay, they have, uh, I'm at 14, they have 12 damage. If they have any additional damage, it's just over. And they put all the damage into my face, and it's like, okay, here's, you know, I know, you know, it's like, uh, I can think against, like, Imp Warlock, and they drop a, a library. It's like, yep, okay, that's over. Like, 
they're not trading. Yeah, so so like those are the only times I really concede just uh, to speed up the end of the game. I was gonna say, and I almost don't concede in those points because it's like if somebody if somebody has done the good good job and they're about to win, like if they want to hit me in the face to end that game, I kind of understand it, and so it's like I'm torn on what is the better manner is to be like, hey, I acknowledge that you've already won, so, like, we don't have to go through this. Or it's like, do you want the victory of, like, sending your little guys into my face, you know? <laughs> That's so funny. I I will, like, I'm the kind of person I'm like, I will make them have it. I'm like, yeah. okay. Like, like, the example you were just saying, like, I have to see them mm-hmm. drop that library, and I have to have no minions on board that they could potentially even trade into, because I've seen people do that, too. They'll drop that, and they'll have lethal showing, and then they make trades. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not out of this game yet. Like, I don't know why they did that, but, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, like, I make them have it, and I have had before. I haven't seen it as much in a while. But I used to see it a lot where people would like, they'd hit you down to like a, a couple of life and then they'd like hover a card from their hand or like take yeah, a, you know, a spell that you, you can't target. Yeah. yeah. They'd like drag it and like make the little arrow point at your face and you're like, okay, like play your play your damage yeah. spell then, play yeah. it. And then yeah. they don't and then the rope burns and then you win. You're like, okay, you didn't have it. Like you yeah. were just bluffing to see if I would concede. It's mm-hmm. like. I'll, I'll even say that on stream. I'm like, they have to have it. I'm gonna make them have it. Like, <laughs> they have yeah, to have it. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel better about this then. Um, all right. I want to hear what you guys have been playing because I, if I'm not mistaken, y'all have both hit what already you? this month or no, I not yet. Not okay. yet. I haven't right. yet. Yeah. I um, did. Yes. Yeah. I hit legend today. <laughs> so I was really close today. Mm-hmm. I was. It was that diamond one, and then oh my god! I <laughs> now I'm at diamond four. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just decided today though, like, so I haven't been feeling very well lately, and a lot of it has also been like my physical. I don't talk about it a lot, but like I have a lot of really intense like joint pain that literally like debilitates me, and you know, yeah. like my whole body will be achy. And I'm like, I have to lay on the couch. Um, And like the last two weeks, I have had intense pain every single day. So it's been very difficult to have energy. Um, So it's it's been a little bit of struggle to to keep up with this. So today I was like, you know what, I'm I don't feel the greatest, but I wanted to stream. I wanted to like hang out and chat with people. And instead of being like, I'm gonna use what little energy I do have to like, you know, hardcore like focus on these decks. I was like, nah. I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to play <laughs> random crap and like talk to chat. Uh, so I played um, Quest Hunter, which was actually yes. super fun. I was going to say that's went, what you're playing when I was watching. Yeah, I think I went like one and six with it or something. Like it was, <laughs> I did really bad with it. Uh, and then and then somebody in my chat was like, how would uh, how would that dragon paladin that you did a video on like two months ago do? Which was the the dragon paladin that I theory crafted, okay, for the set. So like before we really knew what the meta was gonna look like, before the multiple like balance patch changes that we've had, all that. So I was like, let's find out. Uh so then I played that and I don't really know how that went, but <laughs> like I just stuff played happened. stuff today. I was just having fun with it. Um 
That's good. So I'm like, I'm not too worried about, you know, hitting, uh, hitting legend today versus, you know, tomorrow or the next day or whatever. It'll happen. Like that's, that's legend in my, like, that's. (laughs) Yeah. So that, that's kind of what I've been playing last before today. And like last week I was playing, um, I was still trying to do like the imp lock and some evolve shaman. Um, and then I was trying to learn, uh, the unholy DK that's been really popular and going around. Um, I listened to last week's episode of coin concede and they did a deep dive on, on that deck. Uh, so I kind of, you know, listened to like their input and was practicing it, uh, was picking that up. And that's what I went, uh, like basically into diamond one with. Um, so that's kind of what I was playing a lot after our recording last week um up until today and then i was just playing whatever fun stuff but that's what i've been up to that's amazing (laughs) so what did you hit legend with cat what have you been doing uh big spell mage literally that's the only thing i've played this month uh I I got to I got to diamond two on the first, and then I went to Chicago for Frosty Faustings, which is a fighting game tournament. And um, so I literally did not play again until Monday. So uh, otherwise, I think I might have hit Legend a little sooner. But yeah, so I've big spell mages very well suited for the for the meta right now um it's got some interesting matchups like imp warlock is probably the worst but even then that's a it's not super awful i mean but that i mean that the decks i tend to play tend to feel very bad against that deck so <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I just been playing a lot of mage and I've been enjoying it. It's, um, it's, it's, it's the chaos of, um, runes of the arc mage. Like that is the card I like lean on more than anything in, in that, in that, uh, in that deck. And then the fun of, uh, you know, uh, the magister dawn grasp and the pings and mortarish and. I know some yeah. people run um, Astor, but I don't. So, like, it's without Astor, so. Pat, I feel like I need yeah. you to coach me through <laughs> uh, Big Spellmate. Like, that's that just seems so up my alley and, like, something I'd enjoy. But it took me a while to learn Evolve Shaman. And luckily, like, I have... Um, one viewer who is an exceptionally good player and he is willing to coach me via type. Like I am so appreciative to those who teach me how to play these things. So maybe cat sometime. You yeah. Can coach through. Sure. Um, definitely. I've played a lot of games with it. So I was going to ask you too, like how has it felt? Um, so I guess we'll preface this like so big spell mage was pretty popular a couple of metas ago or like mm-hmm. for a couple of metas then it kind of dropped off and now it's been coming back uh and I think one reason for that is the I can't remember the name of it now the eight mana spell that gives you the the five six oh, taunts that can't yeah, be targeted yeah, yeah. I don't run that spell <laughs> I li- I literally am running it's basically the old version it's running um just rune and drake fire 
Well, I was going to ask you how the deck has felt or if it's felt more consistent with that spell in it, but you're not even playing it. So I guess I can't ask you that question. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty much the deck as before with the, you know, the barbaric sorceresses, the Belinda, um, and those two spells at the, at the top end. So, and the far wash pose, the amplified snow furies, pelican divers, you know, brand, all that kind of stuff. So if you, I mean, that spells awesome when it comes off of <laughs> Rune to the Arc Mage. That's still a thing. <laughs> but, um, okay. Yeah, it's, I, I like it. It does very well against in a lot of matchups, especially, um, it's got a lot of tempo. It can have a lot of tempo if you hit those early curves too. Like it can, open up with Pelican Diver into Mailbox or Amplified into Sanctum, you know, Evoker, Reckless, School Teacher. Like, there's just a lot of, like, stepping up the curve other than just um, running to Barbaric or Belinda, you know. So, I, I've, I, obviously, I've had a lot of success with it. I, I don't really run deck trackers but i have a very overall positive win rate with the deck so i would imagine to hit legend (laughs) right now so um and it does well against most versions of death knight it does um it does all right against hunter um but like when I hit Legend, uh, it's all like 35 card, card Hunter again, or a 40 card Hunter, Renathal. Like, I'm like, I Why don't. Are they everywhere? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I did not see that deck, but like once or twice in the climb, and then Legend is just, that's where it is. Like, okay. Like, I understand the deck's good. I just, I thought I would have seen it on the climb, but like, I I don't understand. I don't <laughs> claim to understand. So I mean, I I I've been having a lot of fun with the deck. It's just a lot of um, like you said, chaos, especially with runes and like some of the times that can just be like, well, here we go. Let's see if uh see if their board's cleared or like some of the times it's like oh i'm playing against uh blood death knight i need it to generate an ignite cuz i can't yeah. like if i generate one ignite i'm not going to lose against a blood mage or blood death knight no matter how much they can generate because i can i can clear their boards and as long as i have that ignite they won't be able to keep up so all right, you've talked me into it. I'm definitely going to try it. And I'm sorry, Dragon yeah. Rider. Your stuff always sounds way too complicated. Like, God, I appreciate the chaos because, like, I can, like, lean into the chaos. Dragon Rider, like, all these, like, exceptionally, like, technically detailed things. It's like, I said I'm I mostly so played Unholy. <laughs> it's just an aggro get on the board deck. I what? know. Okay, maybe yes. I'll try Unholy. But anytime yeah. you talk about, like, you're like dragon paladins, it's like there are so many steps that I just fundamentally don't understand. Like I just started learning the names of like these different, you know, aggro versus <laughs> control versus other things. So 
It, it's a whole if process. It, if it's you a want, whole if you want complicated things, I can teach you phylactery, warlock, <laughs> bomb, warlock. <laughs> don't do it! Oh my god, don't do it! Oh, the that math like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> the math. Oh my god. I mean, to be fair so, though, like it's I've gotten I've gotten like I think 140 damage in a single turn. <laughs> so I've done against me and honestly like those are the losses where I'm not even mad. I was just impressed. Like this is amazing. Kudos to you other person. Like you deserve some sort of gift after like that amount of damage. Um they got their star. Or yeah. stars, <laughs> plural. Like there you go. That's your reward. <laughs> it is a. It's certainly an interesting deck. So I will say that. Oh, but, um, yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe next week we'll be talking about a whole bunch of new cards, and I'm hoping maybe some something uh, will come out of that. So. Yeah, I hope that there's at least something new to talk about next week because Jesus, we need it. Yeah, and not not something sad, okay? Because the last couple of weeks we had the sad HS Esports thing, mm-hmm. and then then we had the sad Mercs mercenaries. Post. I'm like, yeah, no, like n- no more, no more with the sad. Like, <laughs> let's, let's no, let's have fun, let's happy stop. news. Yeah, fun stuff. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, let's get some. Let's get some happy in here. Because, geez, like you yeah. said. Well, you it, know what. It's necessary. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna end this episode with something happy. Okay. To talk about what you're excited for. And that is gonna be which blood elf aligned class are you most excited for with the mini set? Alright, so there are five. We can only do four answers for a poll question. So I decided to combine a couple here. Uh so when they announced the March of the Lich King expansion, they did a whole like, you know, that some of the classes were scourge aligned with the the you know death knights and some classes had aligned themselves with the blood elves so those classes we're gonna have you can either choose demon hunter slash hunter as one choice mage as another paladin as another choice or warrior so like which which one of those classes are you most excited for i don't know let us know in the poll question and we will talk about the results on next week's show Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can follow, uh, or excuse me, you can email us by uh, reaching out to Dr3HS at gmail.com. You can join our Discord by um, following the top pin tweet on the Dr3 um, Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at Alkaline underscore cat, K-A-T, and twitch.tv forward slash alkaline cat uh dragon rider yes you can find me on twitter at donnie dk d-a-w-n-i-e-d-k uh twitch youtube tiktok at dragon rider t-c-c-g come hang out for our grind towards twenty thousand ranked wins and of course every week talking all things card games over at the t-c-c-g roundtable Awesome and smarms. You can find me on both Twitter and streaming most weekday nights on Twitch at Send Me Your Arms. Excellent. Thank you as always. And you've been listening to Doctor Three. Oh.
gotta be good, exciting news coming this week, right? We need exciting news. Boom.